This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the Bee Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at bpodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to this show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. I am Danielle Neufer, an educator for over 20 years who went up against two bouts of serious teacher burnout before finally realizing that I needed to share what worked and what didn't with educators everywhere. This is when Teaching Well was born. At Teaching Well, I partner with schools who recognize that when teacher well-being is prioritized, true teaching and learning can happen. And there's nothing more integral to building this kind of school culture than finding ways to care for yourself in the midst of all the school day hustle and bustle. Building in these moments is what this show is all about and what I hope to bring to you each time I get the opportunity to speak with you here. So with that, let's begin. Today's morning motivation is about how noticing our outer landscape can reveal much about ourselves. The goal of life is to make your heartbeat match the beat of the universe, to match your nature with nature. Joseph Campbell. I'm looking out my window after days of promised rain in the forecast and the vegetables just look parched. All the things we planted with promise in April and May have grown abundantly and are drying up. This happens almost every year at this time. I am not a great waterer, and I always hope that the weather forecast will be somewhat consistent and rain will come sporadically enough to keep the harvest going. But I think I have waited a little too long this year <laughs> because things are looking a little rough out there. The tomatoes are visible and the birds have helped themselves to the ripe ones, not enough to knock them to the ground, just enough to tease me when I look outside from the window that there are nice juicy tomatoes but then I turn it around and there's a big hole pecked on the side. But the weather forecaster keeps telling me it's going to rain. And I believe him, her, and them. I always believe that something else is going to take care of the watering that I chose to put myself in charge of. You see, when I planted those tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers, flowers, herbs on Mother's Day weekend, I was making a pact that I would take care of them. And in return, they would give me as much bounty as they could protect from the squirrels and the birds, which is enough. And year after year, I get to this point of the summer and I'm waiting for someone or something else to do the job that I signed up for. With sadness and a twinge of guilt, I look for any hope in this browning jungle and I see it. The lavender that just began as a small plant years ago produces flowers that I show my children how to brush by as they move through the yard. Let yourself pause and breathe in this fragrance, my love, as I pick up a small flower, rub it in my hands and hand it to him. There's sage that remains in a constant state of flow with each passing season getting bigger and bigger. As I use it to fill my bouquets throughout the summer months, bright pink flowers in the spring and fall, but right now, just like green leaves, preserving its energy for these times when it needs it. We have beautiful stands of different varieties of echinacea that keep getting larger with each passing year, white yarrow and a thriving mint and lemon balm patch that is there for the taking. And outside our gate, we planted gladioluses in honor of our son's birthday. And every year we share with him a little bit more of the story of his childhood. 
none of these rely on me for water to keep them well. You see, all that grows with abundance in my yard right now are perennials. They have been planted, and we have an agreement that after they're established, they will figure it out. Not all will survive year to year, but most will if I get the right plants for our climate. So as I peer out into my yard, there's conflict, abundance in some corners and scarcity in others. And I've made agreements with it all. And so it is with ourselves. As we get ready to embark on this new school year, take some time to survey your inner landscape, or better yet, observe your outer landscape and see if there's any of yourself reflected in what you see. It's not a time for judging, it's a time for being with what is. What parts of you are solid right now? What needs a little tending to? When you reflect on previous school years, what seems to remain okay without much tending? What do you always need to address? Take a few moments in the next week to observe the landscape you inhabit with both your body and environment and take an honest appraisal of how to proceed as we move into our next season of teaching. For me, my plan is to move into the garden, spend some time with tending to those tomato plants. I know most will be salvageable if I take some time with them, but I need to let a few go and remember next year not to get so many. Then when the time is right, I must move forward to prune the abundance of perennials so there's more room for them to grow. And so it is with ourselves. I wish you an honest start to your school year full of recognizing the potential abundance in the inevitable places of scarcity that we will all work with depending on our circumstances. So keep this motivation close to your heart today. May you move through each day, bringing awareness to those places that need tending and allowing those other places to get a little wild until you come back to them. If this morning's motivation resonated with you, I'd love to connect more. You can find all the different ways we can partner together at teachingwell.life. Thanks for listening. And whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bepodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.